You are listening to the Forever to Garnet podcast. New episodes every Monday and Friday. Now available on iHeart, Amazon Music, Apple Music, and Spotify. Send questions or comments to 803-884-1514. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy. Hello and happy Monday to you. This is the Forever to Garnet podcast. I am your host, Cody, alongside co-host Tyler. Hope everyone had a great weekend, um, a stress-free Saturday uh, for South Carolina fans as the Gamecocks took um, played against South Carolina State on Thursday instead of Saturday. The game got moved due to Hurricane Ian's um, projected path um actually was kind of nice yesterday or saturday i'm sorry um so i feel like we could have got the game in on saturday but you know i'm not mad at the decision to move it to a thursday night um another night game it was a decent crowd um you and i were there um Mm -hmm. the crowd was a little bit better than you know i was expecting to be honest with you um yeah I think it was a good turnout for it to be moved, and especially on such short notice. I think it was got moved on Tuesday, so that's two days, and a lot of people can't get planned, especially a lot of people that come to the games probably live down near the coast, and Hurricane Ian was projected to head that way after it left Florida, so I can understand, understand why there wasn't that many people there, um, but still, to me, a nice turnout for a Thursday evening game that got moved. Um, the Gamecocks did win by a score of 50-10 to 10 against South Carolina State. That moves them to 3-2 and two on the season. South Carolina State falls to 1-3. and three. Offensively, um, South Carolina's leader, Spencer Rattler, was 21 of 27 for 212 yards. He had two touchdowns and then two interceptions off of the tipped passes um, that really should have been caught. So yeah. his stat line, um, 21 to 27, that's not bad, 212 yards, but you know, it could have, been, could have been better if it weren't for those two tipped interceptions. I think that would have probably added that first one, that would have added like 60-something yards, and the second one probably add maybe 30 or 40, so you're probably looking at maybe 100 more yards, two more completions um, to his total if you don't have those two tipped interceptions. Yeah, and probably another touchdown because that second one was in the – like well, not in the red zone, but it was inside the 10 where it got picked off. Yeah, well, I think it was like at the three-yard line where yeah. it got picked. So, yeah, I mean – all he would have had to done um, was, I think it was Xavier Leggett, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. All he would have had to do was, um, you know, make one move on the defensive back and he could have walked into the end zone. So, 
Luke Doty came in um, in mop-up duty, three for three for seven yards. So, a 2.3-yard average. But I'll, we weren't really trying to pass the ball with him in the game. Marshawn Lloyd was, again, our leading rusher, um, 11 carries for 80 yards. I feel like we didn't utilize him that much in the game. Um, he was on the sideline quite a bit, only 11 carries. Um Maybe that was by design, um, just to keep him healthy and fresh for the upcoming SEC slate starting this week against Kentucky. Um, but yeah, he to me he wasn't used enough. Um, but obviously we didn't need him. Um, Spencer Rattler had five carries for thirty-one yards uh, and a touchdown. It's kind of nice to see him get things moving with his legs as well. Um, mm-hmm. Adds an extra dimension to him. And then our leading receiver, Jalen Brooks, had three catches for 61 yards. Jaheim Bell, two catches for 48 yards. Juice Wells had seven catches, but only had 38 yards. Um, so a lot of a lot of short patterns there for Juice. Austin Stogner had one catch, 15 yards, and did have the touchdown. Um, and then Marshawn Lloyd had three catches for 11 yards and a touchdown. Defensively, R.J. Roderick led the team in tackles with only, but he only had five. So a lot of guys getting tackles. Um, R.J. finished with four solo. Devonnie Reed had three solos, four total. Brad Johnson. Zach Pickens and Nick Marcella Style, Sherrod Green, and Edmund all finished with three um, total tackles. We did finish with one team sack. Uh, Tonka Hemingway and Sherrod Green both got credit for half of a sack. Um, that was the only sack recorded in the game. And we didn't give up a sack offensively, so that was encouraging as well. Um, Turnover-wise, obviously, I talked about Spencer Rattler throwing those two tip pass interceptions. Um, South Carolina did get three interceptions in the game. Um, Sherrod Green had one. Bam Martin Scott had one. And Marcella Style had one as well. South Carolina did have three turnovers. We lost one fumble on that punt return. Um, where I think it hit somebody in the top of the head or something like that. So, turnovers. No, we, was... we actually got that one. Uh, okay, we got that there one. Was a, there was another one later in the game where Josh kind of ran up on it and he muffed it. Yeah, I understand. I watched that replay. I understand why he did it though. If he could have, yeah, if he could have picked that ball up, there's nobody in front of him. Yeah. Um. And, so. and and with the lead, with the lead we had, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But you know, going forward, if it's a close game, then yeah, you don't want to do anything like that. Right. So yeah, the turnovers were three to three. Um, time of possession was pretty even. South Carolina State had thirty minutes and fifty four seconds. South Carolina had twenty nine minutes and six seconds. 
so fairly even there. Um, South Carolina finished with 21 first downs to 13 for South Carolina State. We finished 50% on third down, which still isn't great, but it's better. Um, we were five for 10. Um, but on the reverse side, the defense held them on third downs pretty much every time. They completed just one of 11 on third downs. Um, so that's that's good for the defense getting off the field. Um they finished with 220 total yards, 75 pass, and 145 rushing. That's that's a lot more rushing yards than, you know, I still want them to have. I'd like to keep them around the 100 mm-hmm. mark. So, but only 220 yards given up defensively. But the offense only put up 404 yards, um, 219, and then 185. So, it's not like we had an offensive onslaught or juggernaut this game, um, but we put up 50 points. Um, second week in a row. Second <laughs> week in a row, we did what we needed to do, uh, got the win. So, can't really ask for much more for the guys than that. Um, second tune-up game in a row for for Kentucky coming up, so – yeah, and they're and they're they're angry. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, aside from our game, um, there was one other game that I, that kind of impacted the way I feel about us, and that was the Georgia Missouri game. Um, and really, that's two weeks in a row. Um, last week, I believe it was Kent State played Georgia close. And then this week, Missouri could have won that game. Um, I mean, they Should were in it. Won that game. They were in it until the very last play. I mean, they mm-hmm. they had a chance all the way until the end. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of. I I I don't know how to take that. I don't. I mean, Georgia came to Williams Bryce and just obliterated us. We weren't competitive at all. The game was never in doubt for Georgia. And then they go against Kent State, and Kent State plays them close. And then they go against Missouri, and Missouri's leading the whole game up until like four minutes left. So, I mean, I didn't – coming into the season and and how the season's uh, progressed so far, I didn't feel like Missouri was that great of a ball team. But maybe maybe I was wrong or – Maybe South Carolina really is just that bad. I don't know how to take that. Um, <laughs> I mean, we do play Missouri coming up, but, so I mean, yeah, and that'll show us something. Yeah, yeah, we got Missouri at home. I believe that's homecoming. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know how to take that. I don't know if it's kind of hard to say you're having an off day when. You're playing at home in front of a sellout crowd. You got the number one team in the country. Like, if you can't get up for that game, I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah. So, and I mean, it ain't like we were playing in Athens. They came to Columbia and blew us out, and then they went to mm-hmm. they went to Columbia, Missouri, and was in a four quarter game. So, I don't know. I don't know how to take that. But. I guess we'll see. I, all I, I mean, the last two weeks, you know, South Carolina's hung 50 points each week. Um, 
but that still doesn't sell me. Yeah, same. Oh, I mean, because yeah, we we put up fifty six against Charlotte and fifty against South Carolina State, but in my my opinion, we didn't look good doing so. Um, yeah, but that can also be encouraging is the fact that you didn't look good and you also put up fifty six points and fifty points. So, <clears throat> what would what would this team look like if we played a complete game? Because I still to this point, don't think we played a complete game. I no, mean, we haven't. <laughs> we're five. We're five games into the season, and we still haven't played a complete complete game. Offense, defense, special teams. So, if everything came together for the Gamecocks, I mean, what could they be? I mean, it. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I, I don't know if we will see a complete game. To be honest with you, I mean, it's. I hope so, but I mean. Five games in, we should have it together by now, but it seems like we don't. Yeah, but like you were saying, you know, we scored 50 points in back-to-back weeks, and that that it's, it's against lower competition, but still, you know, you said it in one of the previous podcasts, and you said that confidence is key. So, and I've, I've seen, like, I've seen them, they seem a little more confident, especially Spencer, because uh, he, he didn't miss a throw, really. The two interceptions were off Flaget's hands. I mean, he was he was on it. Yeah. Yeah, he does look a little more uh confident and relaxed. Um and you know, yeah, confidence is key moving forward. Um two good wins. I mean South Carolina, they they did what they were supposed to. Um so yeah, hopefully they carry it over into Kentucky and <clears throat> the one big thing is the run game. I mean, hopefully that's hopefully that's going to continue because the last two weeks we did run the ball a lot better than we have been before the previous three first three weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. So ho- hopefully that carries over into Kentucky um, because that'll be big if we can control the ground game against them, and you know that'll that'll also open up Spencer Rattler as well um, and continue to have him relaxed and understanding of what's going on and run for its life. So, yeah. But yeah. Um, 7.30 this weekend in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, you know, I said before the season, to me, this was the pivotal game of the season. Yeah. Um, if you get this one, then you can, you can still win eight seven or eight, I mean, maybe possibly even nine games. Because um, if you win this one, obviously confidence is going to be sky high. Yeah. And then going into the bye week. So, and then after the bye week, I mean, we got Texas A&M, who, you know, it's looking more and more likely that we can get that one. Um, then we got Missouri Vanderbilt, and then the Orange Crush to close the season. So, <laughs> Yeah, if you if you get this one against Kentucky and you gain confidence, I mean, you go into Texas A&M and you get that one, and then you got Missouri and Vanderbilt, which are very winnable games. I mean, you're looking at what nine and no, you're looking at um seven seven and two. Yeah. 
you're looking at seven and two if you if you get this one this weekend and next and then in two weeks or three weeks against Texas A and M. I mean, you're looking at seven and two going into the final three games. And if there's anybody anybody that would be disappointed with that, then they're just flat out crazy. Right. Um, I would I would sign up right now for seven and two. Mm-hmm. And the, I going mean, in, going into that Tennessee, it, it could Florida, be Florida. It game. could be likely, you know, because. Like you said, if we beat Kentucky, we have momentum. But then, then again, A and M, they don't know who their quarterback is. I don't think A and M knows who they are. Period. I mean, they, yeah. it looks looks like they have a lot of issues going on down in College Station, and uh, they issues they gonna have to work out and deal with because Jimbo Fisher's got a ninety six million dollar buyout. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not going nowhere. <laughs> No, unless unless something major comes up like a scandal or something, yeah, he's not. He's he's right where he's at. So yeah. But yeah, um, really cool to see the lights for the first time. Took my kids, my five year old boys, to their first ever game. They enjoyed it. They got a little antsy there at the end. They were ready to go. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's the first time I, that we have seen the lights in person as well. Really cool. Um, yeah. And South Carolina got the job done, um, as they should, the last two weeks against Charlotte and then South Carolina State. So, <clears throat> hopefully hopefully they got a lot to build on. Um, obviously, like I said, they didn't, to me, still didn't play a complete game the last two weeks. So, momentum, confidence – um, study the film, get better. Um, let's get ready to go take on Kentucky this Saturday in Lexington. Like I said, seven thirty kickoff for that. Um, anything else before we close? No, I mean there's some things to talk about with Kentucky, but we'll talk about that on on Friday. Yeah, we'll we'll be back on Friday. Um, for the Kentucky preview um, and get you set for that game in Lexington. Um, obviously, like I said, to me, the pivotal game of the season up until this point. So, um, But with that, we will see you guys on Friday right here um, on the Forever to Garnet podcast, um, streaming on all of the – uh, major apps um, so whatever you listen on you know feel free to listen on your favorite app um, with that we'll see you guys on friday this has been a production of forever to garnet in no way is forever to garnet affiliated with the university of south carolina opinions are of the hosts send questions and comments to 803-884-1514 thank you for listening and as always go gamecocks